Emma Higgins is a senior dairy analyst for Rabobank. I have affectionately given her the moniker of the Grinch here on the country when it comes to the forecast milk price. And Emma, the old chickens are starting to come home to roost. You mightn't be a mile away with your rather miserly nine bucks. Good afternoon. Hello, Jamie. Well, yeah, look, we did come out with nine bucks at the beginning of the season and we have stuck with that despite the volatility that we've seen with prices both upwards and downwards since then. So sure, the the GDT that we saw take place early this morning may have caught some of the winter blues, but there are some broader challenges out there in the global sense as well. We're going to have a look at those in a moment, but 5% was exactly what a lot of the market commentators were picking anyhow, so there's no real surprise there. The good news is, and we've heard from Mike Cronin from Fonterra, he said you don't hit the panic button because food's a good business to be in. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's right. We're not hitting the panic button either at this point in time because the the broader fundamentals for dairy still look good, uh, particularly when we look at the supply picture because across the globe, milk production is still very hard to see rapid rates of growth coming from those big major countries. Whether we look at, I mean, just starting off with New Zealand, we ended the season just being below by 4%. Um, if we look across at Europe, supposedly it's hitting its straps right now. It's, um, you know, this is really their peak milk month time. Um, but ultimately we've seen, you know, Germany, France, Ireland and the Netherlands all really struggling to see good production growth there and the heat wave will only really challenge us going forward. So ultimately, we think that the tighter supply picture will help to support prices at a more elevated level than what we've seen perhaps if we're looking at a five-year average. But sure, we do think that prices have passed their peak. Soft commodities worldwide are softening and this is off the back of the world grinding its way into recession. That's right. So it's not just dairy that's caught the winter blues. It is very much an interesting and complex picture right now at the moment, Jamie. So back when we opened with our milk price of of, four, of $9, we really flagged that fog of uncertainty being a, a real issue for, for demand. And this uncertainty is driving soft commodity markets as well because really since mid-June, we have seen recession fears weighing heavily uh, on crude oil prices, on other soft commodities like copper and nickel, but also in the, the grains and oilseed space as well. So if we look at what other soft commodities have done in recent weeks, they've pulled back well and truly from their peaks that we saw across the course of this year, earlier this year. So if we look at beans, they're back around 15% from their peaks, corns around 30 and wheats around 35 since their highest prices this year. And in crude oil, Jamie, this is something we've talked about a lot as well. It's lower by around 13% today from its 2022 peaks. Uh, And that's really as a result of um, fears like we've talked about around recession and then that flowing through into demand as well. Talk to me about red meat because you keep a watching brief on that as well. Yeah, ultimately at this point in time, we haven't necessarily seen uh, prices or schedule prices get the winter blues just yet. But those broader challenges that we've talked about around inflation and how that might impact on consumer spending are certainly a watching point for us. Um, When it comes to China, obviously what happens with those rolling lockdowns within China and how that might flow through into consumer demand is our biggest uh, watching brief, given that a lot of that product now goes across to China. But also in the U.S. as well, 
interesting point is that we tend to see beef perform okay, just given that um, a lot of what we send across tends to be in lean trimmings, and we know that mince performs quite well because of its price point and obsession, generally speaking. So uh, a lot of things to watch as we go forward. There is a lot of uncertainty out there, Jamie, um, but I do want to reiterate that uh, similar to your opening comments, the world needs food, everyone needs to eat, so we're still in a good position. Emma Higgins from Rabobank, very good commentary. Thanks for some of it on the country. Thanks, Jamie.